All right, welcome to episode 14 of Acting Me Podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Dave. And I'm the other one, Steve. And uh, each week, as you know, we kind of dive into uh, a topic that we choose, and we just kind of have a little discussion about it, and... Uh, but we always start off every episode with a topic we like to call what's new. So what's new, Steve? Well, I want to f- do a little follow-up follow on uh, something I talked about a few episodes ago. And that is that the Entertainment Software Association has firmly announced a permanent end to the, the Tronk Entertainment Expo, or otherwise known as E3. E3, yeah. Now, I can say I called it, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, few episodes I think we, we all saw it coming. <laughs> a few episodes where we talked about, like, the big name uh, conventions were kind of dying out, I guess you could say, because of I, I think it's a little bit to do with COVID. It might be a little bit too that people just don't have that much money to travel no more. Um, to these shows, yeah. if they're going to travel, they're going to do vacations or something. Maybe I don't know. I could be wrong, but we mentioned back then that you know Comic Con was still kind of going, but this didn't seem as big. But E three, which was your, but mainly your your video games, your consoles, you know, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, um, maybe some of your game developers like. Um, id software um i can't think of any the activision um insomnia and that would go and showcase their games upcoming games um and stuff like that but like since covid hit everything's kind of gone more to online presentations youtube presentations where the companies have more control over what they can do. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, at these conventions you got you got you're limited to what the convention can allow. And you know, I've been to conventions and you know, hey, this panel's supposed to start at two o'clock, but the one before it's running ten minutes late. And so I sure. can see that being an issue too with these some of these companies. Now they can say, Oh, hey, six PM Eastern on Friday, we're going to showcase all of our new stuff. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is like I've seen, too, is like that I know Sony, because I, I currently have a PlayStation, and I know Sony, I think, does one almost like every quarter, every three or four months uh-huh. they do one. With these conventions, you know, you just got one one day or one one time period, like a week of everything. Now they can space it out and say, "Oh, hey, these five games are going to be coming out within the next two months." But that's what I, was, what I want to talk about. Just kind of like a f- update on one of our previous discussions, and then along that, also, I don't know if you heard that Insomnia, which is the game that makes, I think, right now the most mostly known for making the PlayStation Spider-Man of Spider-Man Two. I yeah. Know, know if they're working on the blade game i think that might be a different company but their next big thing that they've been kind of waiting on is the wolverine game yeah too but this it's past a, week, 
I believe it's the same company working on the Blade game too that yeah, worked on Spider Man and Wolverine. That just had a trailer release, but um, yeah, well, a little intro trailer. Um, but the big thing about Insomnia is that this past week that we're recording this, they got attacked by a hacker. They had like one, at least one terabyte. I want to say, for some reason, like one point one two terabytes of information was stolen. And the oh, guy wow. and the hacker said pretty much ransomed them for two million dollars, or they were going to release it. All the wow. information, yeah. And I think they did. They did not pay it. And I think yesterday we were recording, so the twentieth. I'm not sure. It might be the nineteenth. The hacker actually did release this information out into the public. Huh. Um. I don't know. I haven't read any like big stories. A lot of time, a lot of it was like scheduling of games that are coming out. Um, their like profit and losses to the per game. And I want to say like I can't remember what game, but someone said, "Oh, this game made them like only five hundred and thirty-seven dollars." <laughs> oh wow! So a lot of news in the video game world, but I just thought I want to touch on that since and. You know, that could be another reason why some of these games developers don't want to do any kind of um, big conventions because they got to take their stuff to these conventions. And then yeah. if you got to travel with it, whether it's on the laptop, next to on a hard drive, something, there's always a chance of someone stealing it, physically yeah, stealing risk. it. Yeah. yeah. Or somehow getting hold of the data from it. Yeah. Yeah, the kind of kind of another interesting as, uh, aspect. So I've got a uh, friend that actually owns a uh, a toy store and stuff, and he sells everything from like Funko Pops to like old like he even gets in like old uh, like old school like figures that people have been collecting and they bring in to sell or trade. Uh, and stuff and he gets like other current uh, collectibles figures that type of stuff um, but anyway he always uh, gets booths at these different conventions and stuff and like uh, he had got he, he got one every time the the fan expo or comic con and stuff it used to be uh, would come to St. Louis he would always get a booth there and he's like the last couple before they stopped and said they weren't coming to st louis anymore he's like just he goes not only was attendance down which we think you know like you said had a lot to do with like covid that type of stuff but he's like even like the boost though like they weren't doing that well because prices for like autographs and pictures and stuff with these celebrities were so high that people were spending all their money on that and uh, not going and shopping at the booths and stuff as much. Get the meet and greet and pictures. Yeah. I think a lot of things too, like some of it might be buying DVDs. Well, now you can mostly stream, find something, find stream it online stuff. or yeah. something. Yeah. Okay. that That's pretty much what I want to talk about. <laughs> Get off okay. That. All right, well, that'll uh, bring us to our topic for today. And uh, 
something that I wanted to bring up is uh, there's been a little bit of controversy uh, here somewhat recently um, around a comedian. Um, his name is Matt Reif. Uh, he blew up on the app TikTok and stuff. Um, uh, but he's been in stuff like he was in a show, I think it was on MTV called Wild and Out mm-hmm. and stuff. He was on that and stuff. So, uh, and he's had other stuff that he's done, but, um, he, he started blowing up mainly because of his crowd work and stuff that he does, which, you know, some people can say that's, you know, that it, it's a sign of no talent. Like you don't actually have good jokes because you're just talking to people. But then some people would say if you're really funny and in your crowd work, you know, that's talent on its own because that's basically essentially coming up like if you're, uh, you know, in a like rappers, like in a rap battle and stuff, and you're having to come up with stuff on the fly off, yeah, the improv. Top of your head. Yeah, improv. improv and you gotta be you gotta be quick at it. You can't talk to one person and then come back to him five minutes later for a joke. You gotta be quick. Yeah, exactly. So but anyway, so he he blew up real big because of his crowd work. Um uh I've myself found quite a bit of it funny and stuff. Uh some of it I was eh, it was okay and stuff but he came out he released a couple specials i think it was on his youtube channel mm-hmm. uh and then uh he finally just recently uh got his first big special released on netflix and the controversy is coming around where there was a joke that he told uh that had to do with basically kind of dv domestic violence and stuff and everything and so it if if you don't know because of the guy's looks he has a big huge female fan base Mm -hmm. and stuff and uh so telling a joke like that you can sense where that's going a lot of a lot of People were upset, not just even females, but there, you know, there's guys out there that are basically, uh, you know, saying, oh, you know, you shouldn't be joking about, you know, hitting a woman getting hit or whatever and stuff. Cause he didn't, he didn't joke about him hitting anybody. Uh, the joke basically essentially went that him and a buddy, uh, it was more of a joke about the area. I think they were, I'm trying to remember where he said they were, maybe Ohio or something like that and stuff. But, uh, or no, 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 he was talking about Baltimore and how, how bad Baltimore is like on crime and all this other stuff and everything. And he's like, him and a buddy went into this restaurant and you walk up and the person that was greeting them was a young woman and she had a black eye basically and stuff. And he's like, and he's like, you didn't have to wonder what happened. You knew what happened basically. And then his buddy was like, you know, I feel bad for her. Maybe they, you know, should have had her working in the kitchen or something where she didn't have to be out here in public and stuff in front of people. And 
it, Matt made the joke, and he's like, yeah, but if she could actually cook, you know, she probably wouldn't have that black eye <laughs> and stuff. So, me, I didn't really find it that funny, uh, personally, but I'm also not being like, oh, man, you shouldn't have told that joke, you know, that, that you know, that how how dare you or yeah. You know, that type of stuff. So, because he's a comedian, he makes jokes. George Carlin has made worse jokes yeah. than that. And so, uh, it was a pretty... There's probably been a lot of comedians back in the 70s, 80s, early 90s that made a lot worse joke than that, or a joke along that same line. And just yeah. probably times have changed, and you pay probably what they did back then, you can't do it today, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there are some current comedians that have made worse jokes than that. Yeah, probably. There's a lot of comedians that have actually come out in his defense, being like, you know, because you know, if you people start, if people can start being, you know, canceled or lose their career because uh, a mob wants to like protest the guy or whatever over a joke and stuff, you know, that that affects all comedians not just him because any comedian at any point could tell the wrong joke and all of a sudden everyone lashes out at him yeah, and stuff and so I, I just would personally I wish we could get to a time where you know if you don't like a joke you move on <laughs> yeah <laughs> that seems like the theme for us for the last couple of weeks just, not just yeah. um, no I was going to say also you know it, it's all about a joke and my thing is, uh, would you find it more offensive if that was a true story or if it was not? Because that's what I'm thinking. It's like it, it's probably just something he made up. You know, the whole scenario and situation. Yeah, most um, of it is. It might be loosely based in a real thing, but like not like maybe they really did see this woman, but that entire conversation between him and his friend didn't actually happen. He just made that up for the joke. <laughs> Because that's what I was going to bring up, like, also along the lines, like, I can't think of his name now. He was up to be the host of the Daily Show, the new new host of the Daily Show. But he had, um, the, uh, he had, was it Netflix show? Oh, I can't think of his name now. I always do. Um, but he had the show on Netflix. I can't think of his name now. Yeah, um, but it kind of got leaked out that some of the stuff he said on his own show that was on um the Netflix show and in his stand-up routine weren't true. They weren't true stories. They were just kind of made up. Yeah, when it's like, yeah, that's yeah, that's perfectly fine. And he's telling a story. He's telling a joke. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter if it's real or not. If it's funny, it's funny. If it's not, it's not. (laughs) Hassan Majaji. Oh, okay. Because he was like, you know, since um, I can't think of his name now. Um, what is his name? The one Trevor Noah. Since he's left, they they've been searching for him, and he. Hassan Najaji, I think that's saying it like he used to be on the Daily Show, but then he left and he was on 
I can't think of his show that was on Netflix because I I used to watch it every so often. Yeah, and I thought it was good and it was funny and you know it was kind of along the same line of Daily Show where it was trying to make a point more than being just an entertainment show. Yeah, and you know maybe the stories he told on there aren't true. So what? I mean, he's not going up there and saying, this is my life story. This is my biography. This is my thing. Yeah, he's not presenting it like that. He's just telling a story. Yeah. Patriot Act, that's what it was on Netflix. Okay. But, I mean, that's one of the things you gotta understand. You know, when it's an offensive joke like the one that Matt Rife said... Yeah, it would be one thing if it was a true story and he actually did say that, but he could be just saying something on stage just to get the laugh. Yeah, exactly. And, and there's, like I said, there's been plenty of times I mean, there's been and bad off-color, off-color jokes, you know? Yeah, it's what they call, what they might call dark humor and stuff like that. You know, that some pe- it's for some people and some people it's not. But a lot of people, that's how they cope, too, with bad situations and stuff like that is by turning it into a joke and laughing about it and yeah. stuff. Um, you know, different people have different coping me- mechanisms and stuff. So, you know, I, I, I get like, especially if people like really were, um, you know, real life victims in real life and stuff, maybe being offended by that. Like I kind of, uh, get it, but, on the other hand, it's like if you don't like it, just move on. Like you can ignore it. Like you don't have to, yeah, and stuff. And um, they uh, and it. I, I guess like the biggest thing too is like he uh, uh, there. A lot of people are posting basically like he's a horrible human being. He. He he's a jerk and you know, just saying some like horrible stuff about him and stuff. And I don't know him personally, but I've seen like other videos of him, some that he posted, but some that other people that were at his shows and stuff and actually uh like recorded or whatever and stuff and saw. But like there's times like there was a woman that collapsed and had a seizure in the middle of a show and he stopped the show, hurry up, got met uh medics and stuff and not only uh did he stop the show but like is when she kind of came to and came out of the seizure he like was talking to her making sure she was okay and everything and she ended up being okay she she has has seizures she's epileptic and stuff and everything but he gave her a bunch of like free merch and stuff and he took a picture with her and all this other stuff. And then um, when you see like some of his crowd work and stuff, especially like when he interacts with like uh, elderly people and stuff, he just, to me, he just seems like such a kind hearted person and stuff, especially, you know, even though you hear some of his jokes and you may not think that, but when you actually see some of his actions and stuff like that and how he interacts with some of uh like his fans and stuff like that he just he he seems kind of like a pretty down-to-earth guy and stuff mm-hmm. that and everything so i just don't understand why people have to you know that they, they he, he tells one joke that they don't like and everyone gets offended and 
you know, all of a sudden is like that, you know, tries to basically assassinate, assassinate the guy's character and all this other stuff when they don't even really know him. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know him either. Maybe yeah. he's a jerk, but, uh, I just, I've seen a lot more good from him than I have bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, like I said, it's, uh, I was going to say, yeah, when people, come out and say, look how bad this is. Look how bad this is. Whether it's him with his joke or TV show, movie, song, or yeah. anything else, you're drawing more attention to it. Oh, yeah. Than you are doing... If they would just ignore it and just say, oh, maybe it'll just go away on its own. But yeah. the more you say something is bad, the more you want... You get people who want to see it. It's just, A... Just go, well, is it really that bad? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like I said, like one of the ones I always think of is like, I'm a fan of Kevin Smith. And he had the movie Dogma that came out way back when. And a lot of the... A lot of people protested because it's about Catholicism and Jesus and God and angels yeah. and demons and everything else and they were calling it bad and awful I, I just remember seeing one um news clip and you could probably search on youtube find it or something where the tv reporter is, is interviewing the person and he's they're going on about how bad it is and like well have you seen it no yeah and you know, during that time, you know, like I said, at the time, I, I, I'm a Kevin Smith fan now, and at the time, I don't think I've, I've kind of, I think I've seen maybe Clerks, and that was it. Mall but then, rest. as people were, as I saw things about this, it's like, okay, I want to go see this now. I want to go see it in the theater just to see how, what it's, if it's horrible or not as bad as they say and yeah. you know i'm not kind of a side note i'm not that very religious person but as a scene i was like well it kind of puts your faith yeah it tells a story and that thing but it kind of puts your faith back into a little bit i'm not saying it's a whole a lot but just i think it kind of had a good little happy ending it, faith wise i don't know what to say <laughs> yeah, but, I get, I get what you're saying, but I mean, when it all comes down to it, it's just it's a made up story. Like, yeah. it's, it, you know, it's not out there to like, you know, it's not attacking anybody per se. It's not like meant to be an attack against anybody or anything. It's just a little story that you know, if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. If you don't, don't. That well, you I know, mean, it, it it does attack people but not the religion yeah exactly yeah uh, attacks some people in that religion but not attacking the actual religion but we're getting off this i know our main point was like if there's something bad yeah you can i would do something privately like hey like in this situation matt i you know i was at your show you said this joke. I I kind of find that offensive because X Y Z, but 
and then that probably do more about like well, maybe he'll think about it, but as soon as you go on TikTok, YouTube, and say, "Oh, this guy's tor- horrible," he said this, this. Yeah. Yes, you might get people to listen to you, but there's also going to be that group that like, oh, let me see. I want to check this out. Yeah, yeah, let me see if it is actually as bad as they say it is. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I, I'm, I mean, you've known me for a long time, Steve. I'm pretty laid back guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I guess part of it is from my personality. Like I just don't get upset about a whole lot of stuff. So I just don't understand when people get so upset about stuff. Yeah. Stuff, I mean, so. get, get upset that about stuff that's going to actually affect your life. Yeah, exactly. Or something like, Hey, I, I got fired from my job. Hey, uh, my car is in the shop. Get upset about that. Don't get upset about some comedian. Making a joke. a joke that he said probably like two, three months ago because they got film, they got edit, they got schedule it, get the press out about, show it yeah. two, three. You know, he made that joke two, three months ago, and it might not be in his routine anymore. Because a lot of sure. times, a lot of times these the comedians, you know, they work our material for like a year or whatever, get down well, to. Good yeah. time and good writing, and then when they record one of these specials, that's it. That's done. That whole routine is out of their out out done. They can't. Yeah, they can't go down. Go to some stand up comedy place theater and say the same joke that you just saw on Netflix and probably watch it two or three times when you know the joke. You know. Yeah. And so, even if it wasn't like part of a special, like it, say it was just at one of his shows and stuff, a lot of comedians like they base whether they do that joke ever again off the audience's reaction. If they yeah. get a good reaction, get a lot of laughs, then they're going to continue to do that joke. If you know no one laughs at it and stuff, then that joke's gone. Like they move on. And stuff. So, you know, if it's really that bad of a joke, then people aren't going to laugh and they're going to get rid of it anyway. Well, I remember one time we were at, what was it, the Funny Bone? And we saw Jeff Dunham. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he made a mistake and everybody kind of laughed. And he's like, like, you guys don't mess up at your work, at your job. Yeah. I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. And, since, and this could be also sometimes comedians write jokes just for themselves. Maybe he wanted to say that to get some kind of reaction out of the crowd. Get the, oh, yeah. boo, oh, just before him. Like, ah, you know? Yeah. Sometimes some comedians do that. They, they they like to tell the offensive jokes just to get some kind of reaction out of, out of people. Yeah. Whether yeah. good or bad, they, they still, ha, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, but that's uh, pretty much all I have for this episode. Um, if you guys have any suggestions, any feedback, um, just want to reach out and say hi, whatever. Uh, you can reach me at dave.actingsme at gmail.com. I am steve.actingsme at 
actingsme at gmail.com. And that'll wrap up episode 14. Uh, we'll see you guys in uh, Don't forget episode... to like, um, subscribe, rate, comment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell your friends about the podcast. Look, like you said earlier, like you guys never mess up at your job. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like, subscribe, pat, you know, pass the word around, you know, suggest the podcast to your friends and family and stuff that you think might enjoy it and stuff. Uh, other than that, we'll see you guys in episode 15. Yep. Later, guys. One.